dog. It's a curious thing. Make a one man weep. Make another man sing. Change your heart to a little white dove. More than a feeling. That's a power of the dog. And that's the power of the dog. What's going on, man, fam? It's Richard and Brian here. We are talking about Jane Campion's The Power of the Dog, uh, kind of wrapping up last year's uh, output. Uh, a little late on this one. We wanted, we kind of missed like the initial window on this. There was so much stuff coming out. And then we could have done it in January, February, but then it looked like it'd be a big Oscar contender. So we're like, let's do it a little closer to the Oscars. So a little look behind the curtain as to why we've, we've pushed that off. Obviously, one of the more relevant movies of 2020. And it seems stupid to be doing that in March of Oh, pardon me, one more relevant movies of 2021. And it seems stupid to be doing that in March of 2022. But the Oscars are at the end of March 2022. So it's just as dumb as that. So you're welcome, Hollywood. It's a perfect time to talk about the movies of 2021 mm. when we're yeah. a full quarter into the movies of 2022. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay. Remember last year they moved it to, to early February and we were like, oh, thank God. Then immediately they were like, "Nope, sorry, late March." That's they were like, what we're the ratings were now. bad. It's like the ratings were bad because there was yeah, no, no one movie. saw a movie. There yeah, were no movies in twenty twenty. No, it was the February thing. Mm-hmm. It was yep. the yep. Um. All right. So Jane Campion is a director that's done some really interesting work, and we've never talked about her work on set mm-hmm. this podcast. So um, she doesn't work very often. Um, we will do the piano twenty five um year rep- <laughs> or yeah. Yeah, 25-year retrospective next year. Or no, wait. Can't no, wait. I'm way off. Why am I thinking? It's not 2018. I'm just, you know, we, this is the third episode of the night. Don't, I can't. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'll stop talking for a while. Anyway, um, okay. So this is a uh, this is a movie that Netflix uh, picked up. Um, was this a, Brian, you always know these kind of things. This wasn't originally a, a Netflix joint, right? This is one they acquired later on. I, I believe that's true. Yeah. Um, you know, and they'll do that at the festivals. This is uh this is one of those films that like you know it's going to be good. You don't know if it's going to catch the Oscar momentum and then once it does, it seems to be un- unstoppable for a lot of these different categories. So, um taking that context out of it that this is going to be I I personally think um and a part of this is not the film's fault. It's the release, you know, it's how it was released with Netflix and things like that. I, I don't know if people will be talking about this movie in five years. If it wins Best Picture, it might be one of the weirder ones is my personal take. Not really for its quality, but for its impact. Mm-hmm. This is on Netflix, which normally means there's like bad movies on Netflix that people just ask me about knowing I do this podcast because everyone sees them. And I have not had a whole lot of Power of the Dog conversations in my life, even though sure. it's accessible to everyone. So mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be one of those... Um, which I think No Man Land will be too, which is a movie I like. It's not criticizing it. I'm just saying I mm-hmm. think we'll be like, really? That was weird. Um, right. It's been COVID. All right, moving on. All <laughs> right, so what, what, what? outside of the Oscar hype, what were your thoughts on mm-hmm. this, Brian? Yeah, this is one that I was like, I mean, it's, int- it's always, it's something when Jane Campion makes a movie because she doesn't do it very often. And and in in another universe, I think could be like Scorsese could be this way and and he yeah. just he he's way more prolific than sure um than than he might have been in in another another world but 
I, I would not say that she makes movies for me, but I'm always interested when she does make a movie because it's like if she if she thought that this was worth making, if she thought this was worth her time, then it's then there's at least something here. It's at least there's some interest from me on that side because of her uh, pickiness, you know, her lack of prolificness, yeah. I guess. Um, so I'm always interested when when she comes to the table. Um, and and decides that this one's this one's worthy of of doing something. I I'd heard that that Cumberbatch was great in this. I've not read this book. I don't I don't super have a ton of interest in in the book, but that's, you know. And but I do like westerns and uh I thought this was a really interesting movie. And then the cast is great. I mean, Cumberbatch is a great actor who mm-hmm. doesn't always get the credit that he deserves. I think um in part because you can't possibly be great if you're in Marvel movies, you know, right. just like as soon as you become a Marvel character that kind of trumps everything else that yeah. you, and you do. His first odd. sort of, he, you know, he became so iconic with that Sherlock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, series. And then his first sort of forays into serious weighty film acting where he had a few missteps early on. I feel like he, we all knew he was great, but the career didn't, you know, he did like the, um, Julian Assange movie and things like mm-hmm, that initially mm-hmm. that were like definitely swings but didn't really land. So he kind of got like backburnered for a bit. And then he did the Doctor Strange, which was Marvel and good, but like lesser Marvel. And then that character was kind of grown organically. Now he's kind of getting his second swing at like any part he wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of we would put it. Yeah. Um, not that he was, I think he was, you know, I think he's a really interesting actor and uh this is certainly a great use of him i thought he's great in this but mm-hmm. to your point i know you're gonna talk about the rest of the cast it's a great supporting cast as well yeah jesse Plemons is one of my favorites um going back to to the friday night light days friday night lights days excuse me uh you know cody schmidt mcgee is like somebody that i am uh, he, he, i'm kind of creeped out by him a little bit he's kind of got that uh Barry Keoghan or uh, oh, Dave who's the Dahan. guy in the the area the Ari Aster movie? Who's that guy? Uh, oh, Alex Wolf. Alex yeah. Wolf. He's got kind of got a little bit of that vibe where I'm a little bit freaked out by this guy, but he's a very good actor. Can be can be very good and and uh, and Kirsten Dunst great too. So I uh, lo- love. She's the, had love such the a nice little here. adult yeah. career mm-hmm, the last mm-hmm. few years. Like it, yeah. Um, she's always picked cool stuff. Um, post yeah. her kind of like. I don't know if she's really a teen idol, but she did, you know, some kind of um, poppy stuff young. Mm-hmm. And then she's always done cool stuff since it did, hasn't always landed. But like um, mm-hmm. even like the Marie Antoinette is a hyper stylized movie sure. and all that. So, yeah, absolutely. So I, th- I thought the, the, this I was interested in this um, and just like the general hype was was exciting. But I I. I can't tell you that I was like, man, I can't wait to watch Power yeah. of the Dog. I don't like Westerns, so I was like, I can't sure. wait to not watch that if I didn't do this <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, so it, the, watching this is cool, but I, I am with you. I'm, I'm with you on your point. I, I don't know that we should grade. I don't know that we should give the the Best Picture Award based on is this movie going to resonate in five to ten years? No. Yeah. But I don't know that that shouldn't at least be like a slight consideration. Maybe that's unfair even to go that far. You should pick the best movie, you know, whatever. But I, it, it, I don't know that this movie is going to, it's certainly not going to make like a, uh, the high level 
like the best movies to ever win best picture kind of things. It's it, it it seems like it's almost kind of made to be forgotten, which is fine. It still might be the best picture yeah. of this of this year. Could this better, was just yeah. a year where we we talked about this a little bit uh previously several months ago at this point, Academy. Um that it just was a year where the awardsy movies didn't really live up to the expectation and the hype and and I, I this one was this one ends up being one that's like this is a good movie. It's not a great movie, I don't think. Um, and I'm not sure how how impactful or or memorable it is going to be. I will say this from from my own experience watching this movie, I was kind of in the this is an this is okay, maybe more than okay. This is this is fine. This is solid. It's whatever until the last two minutes, and the last two minutes is is what sells the movie to me as being mm-hmm. actually worthy of being a best picture nominee, rather than another one from this year that kind of just has the pedigree but doesn't actually hit the way that it's supposed to. The last two minutes is what makes the movie to me. So um, that 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 kind of brings the the whole story together, but. Um, but I did think Cumberbatch was great. I think the supporting work is great. It's cool when Campion makes a movie, even if I don't love the movie. But I, I think that this is a B to B plus movie until the last two minutes, and the last two minutes takes it takes it up significantly for me personally. So, yeah, I don't know. What was your experience on that? Yeah, it's a movie that has a bit of a I don't really call it a twist, but kind of a. <sighs> kind of a, a, a reveal and in an honest mo- moment you know um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah you're right it, it it recalibrates the lens at which you've watched the last couple hours in in a way that really works um yeah. you know the last the, honestly the last even like 10 minutes of it um but yeah it's mm-hmm. it's meditative meditative and all of these things and you you kind of wonder I, okay i'm getting some plot points in i'm learning about these characters where it's just going oh i don't know if, you know okay this just seems depressing for the point of depressing sake and then okay a little a little uh redemption twisty thing which is mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it's a it's a and then all the technical pieces of this film the from the cinematography to the acting to the costuming to the score to the all thing is so top notch and well done mm-hmm. um, that it, you know, this like if it's like it's always hard like how to grade these things where it's like it's definitely the best made movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Is that a different thing than the best movie of the sure. year? I I don't know. Um, it it's certainly um, interesting, but yeah, I think. It's cool. I mean, this this was like that thirty to forty million dollar budget. These are, mm-hmm. this is cool when the streamers pick these up and give these an audience. I mean, like I said, not everyone I know has been asking me about this, but far more people saw this movie than they would if it was at the Angelica. I feel like, yeah, totally, one hundred percent in every I mean, town. Yeah, which absolutely. it would have been in a theatrical world. So I'm, yeah. I love streaming for this. Kind I of do stuff. too. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I hate. I hate limited release so much. I think it is it's such a garbage antiquated system. The the number of times that limited release works the way that it is intended to like build buzz before a, a wider release or whatever or an awards push or or whatever are so few. <laughs> there are so few times that that works 
in contrast to the number of times that you you get the advertising for a movie or you say, hey, whatever, Bradley Cooper's in this movie. That sounds cool. Um, I'm very interested in that. When does it come out? Well, in some places, yeah. you know, it's going to come out. If you live in St. Paul tomorrow. Ex- exactly. If you're... If you happen to be in one of these four cities or even, you know, the, the, the quote unquote, the bigger limited release yeah. of like, you know, I live in, in the suburbs of, of sure. Fort Worth, uh, which I mean, by the way, there's like a hundred thousand people, you know, in my town and, and then a hundred thousand people in the next town that is yeah. by the way, like the next street. Oh, you know what I mean? Like there's, we're, yeah, we're it's a metropolitan huge metroplex for me to see this movie. I got to drive 45 minutes. I'm yep. probably not going to do it. And by exactly. the time that I can now it's, it's sort of lost its appeal and there's a Spider-Man movie out or whatever right. else. And so, um, that is, I mean, I, I think it's one of the best things about all the various streamers is that the limited release is, is becoming, more and more of a, of a thing of the past. It's more and more likely that a movie is going to get get a release on Netflix or Amazon or Paramount Plus or HBO Max or whatever else in a reasonable time frame, and you're not going to forget that this movie came out, which yeah. which happens a lot otherwise. Um, and you do get an opportunity to 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 have a converse to have conversation about it. Like to your point, I don't have I don't have a lot of randoms coming up and asking me about power of the dog but it was a big topic of conversation in our discord sure we've had multiple people people yeah movie people have reached out about it and so that's something right because it's but this movie is never going to 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 grab the attention of um my parents and a bunch of the people in my peer group or whatever but movie people are going to watch this and it's good that they have the opportunity to watch it instead of having to wait three months right, uh, or four months or, or, or whatever. And drive two hours or whatever. Yes. And I, yes. Yeah, it is weird. It's a great test though. Cause it is kind of wild to me sometimes like the movies and stuff people watch because like Netflix is, it's like we talk about what are the things that are like monoculture anymore. Okay. Marvel for sure. Star Wars to an extent, mm-hmm. but like Netflix as a brand is like people just are way more adventurous on their Netflix account yeah, than they are sure. anything else. And everyone obviously has one for the most part. And so like, I yeah, it's always wild to me. They'll be, I'm not really sometimes, you know, I I don't always kind of keep track as to what's on what, and we get a lot of screeners and things like that. So we'll see things, and I'll and then you know I'll be at a neighbor's house. Like, oh man, did you see? And I'm like, you watch that? And they're like, yeah, it's on Netflix. You know? Yeah, it's like, totally. Wow, weird. <laughs> okay. I, I think there's something um, to just the psychology yeah. of the time commitment that I can just say, yeah, if, if sure. I'm sitting in my office or in my bed at nine o'clock at night, the kids are asleep, Yep. whatever. All right, let's flip through Netflix. Does anything jump out? No. Oh, well, here's yeah. a new movie. There's a face I recognize. Okay. We'll hit I'll start give it rather than, and then next yeah, thing you know, it's it, been an hour and then you exactly, finish it the next day. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Rather, rather than we got to, we got to find a, a time, you know, a show time that works. We got to get a sitter. We got to we got to do all these these extra things. It's there's something there's absolutely something to the it's here. So I'll give it a shot that that we that we get with with streaming, which is great. I think it's a, it's an awesome thing. What do you think of the role of music in this movie? Not just the sure. Greenwood score, but like the uh, Radetzky march and all of that. I thought that was really well used and, and added. A, um, you know, it's not something you see in a lot of Westerns. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I think I, I I dug the way that it was done. It was very subtle, and it it was 
the music element was a great uh, I'm not very smart so trying to to frame <laughs> what I'm trying to say was it was kind of a, a, a great stand-in for the character of Phil it, like adds to his depth by yeah. using the music and showing that this is a cultured person who has become this rough and tumble cowboy out of necessity yeah. not uh, certainly not out of desire and really not even out of like this is what life is this is a person who you know went to college who who performed and plays all this sort of stuff and i think the music is a great way of kind of building his uh his his depth and and showing that like this is somebody who 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 there's a lot more layers to him than than appears um which you might expect from this character yeah, no, it's a great thing, and and uh, I love the the score. And I love Johnny Greenwood, so I thought mm-hmm. the score in this was really cool. The way it blended, um, kind of traditional Western music with with kind of elevated classical, traditional mm-hmm. classical string mm-hmm. pieces it was really interesting. He, I, I listened to an interview. He was on Fresh Air or something talking about he tried to do the whole score with a banjo, <laughs> and it sounded awful. And then he was like, "Well, okay, I'll just do it how I do." <laughs> but he sure. had all these great ideas for what he was going to do, and then he just did. <laughs> Johnny Greenwood stuff, which is cool. It's nice to be a genius. Yeah, um, yeah. must be, but cool. <laughs> must be nice um, to be able to write just scores yeah. of music three Some times talent. a year. Man. Yeah, what's that like? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I thought everything of that and that that was a, a really great because it, and music isn't always important. I mean, I love film scores, but it's not always as important as in something like this. Where while this is a beautiful film, it's a really sparse landscape, and anything mm-hmm. you can kind of add to add to the. Um, visceral experience of the film outside of the story um, Mm -hmm. is really much more necessary. I mean, you think about all those, uh, those Ennio Morricone's Morricone's scores from, from all the spaghetti Westerns, Mm -hmm. you know, why are those so iconic? And the reason he was kind of allowed a, well, Hey, also it's nice to be a genius if you're him, but like the reason he was allowed to just kind of go ham with the music is you're looking at a pretty dusty set a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. it's like nice to have that lushness as a juxtaposition. So, Yeah, I, I think uh, this is a good kind of hearkening to that in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, I hadn't thought of that. That's that's a good. That's a really good way to to put it. I think this is taking it a slightly different direction. But I should have mentioned one of the downsides of the streaming thing, and this is a me problem, but I don't think that I'm alone in this. Is I think this I think this movie for my experience with the movie probably would have benefited from being in a theater where I'm not distracted by every single thing yeah, yeah. that's happening around me. Sure, there's because cons it is to so, the accessibility yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. It is such a slow, slow build Western kind of thing that that I I definitely found myself like uh, looking up, you know, from my phone or and realizing uh, I think I'm missing some. I think I missed something or just kind of not connecting the dots on some things that I probably would have in, in theaters. But, um, but that's, you know, that's part of the, I love a slow burn, but, but sometimes keeping the attention in a slow burn can be, can be the hard part of, of, <laughs> of the slow burn. And that was definitely kind of, uh, my experience a little bit with, with, uh, with this one. I, I wanted to ask you too. So I think something that I didn't really, we saw this movie for the first time months and months and months ago. Um, mm. I revisited. I, I watched the last half of it again this last week just to kind of remind myself of, of it. But something that I don't think really hit me uh, watching it first time around that, that I now kind of recognize and appreciate is, and I'm wondering if you have the same had the same experience, The there's this sort of like dread 
that was part of the the experience of watching this for me where I see Phil yeah and I I mean he seems like not the greatest dude um I don't know that he's a bad person necessarily but it definitely feels like he is sort of teetering on the edge of like am I a bad yeah. person am I a good person whatever and you have this like poor vulnerable kid Peter and I felt this like for the last like 45, 50 minutes of the movie, I'm like, God, what is he going to do to this kid? Like what's yeah. going to happen here? I'm nervous about it the whole time, sort of edge on her seat. And then in hindsight, I really appreciate that they, that, that, that Campion flips that completely on its head. And, yeah. and that in, again, spoiler alert, but uh, I was fearing for the wrong person through this. Yeah. And I think that was a really interesting plot device that I I did not necessarily appreciate in the moment or, or, or super pick up on. Yeah, no, I, uh, s- same. I mean, I think that was, I mean, there, this is a heavily nuanced piece of work, which it's like part of me wants to revisit it because I know there's, it's been already out yeah, six months since we've seen this or mm-hmm. whatever, five months since we've seen that. I know there's so many things like that, that, that kind of go in one year out the other, but at the same time, as not a Western fan, it's not, I'm like really torn on this. It's like, will this be endlessly kind of rewatchable because of all the, the not only nuance in the filmmaking, but the nuance in the story and, and characters, but, but do I want to put in that time or do I want to just, you know, watch, I mean, there's champions league, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah, stuff, totally. You know? <laughs> totally. No, I totally got to right. watch, yeah. you know, me and Rosillo got to watch, uh, <laughs> Raptors pacers, <laughs> Get the legal pad Duarte. out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Get it. <laughs> exactly. Got to get the legal pad out. Might, he might be second team. A lot of these guys rookie, don't watch you know? these games, but I watch all these games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm I'm torn between those two ideals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I feel. You. I feel. But you. Uh, yeah, I, I. It is a movie that like. Okay. Here's here's a better way to put it. It's one of those things that I think will maybe be looked at as a, that was the best picture winner, huh? But also does stay with you, yeah. As a at least yeah. in the short long term, it's like a really, it is a movie you think about for a while. It's contemplative mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and requires mm-hmm. that of its audience. Uh, I do think that will go away in two years, seven years, twelve yeah. years when we're looking. When you look at it in context of the list, I think there's going to be a few movies. You know, we mm-hmm. we do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's not going to be Crash. It's not a bad yeah. movie. Yeah, it just won't. When you tell the story of this decade, I don't know if that's a top. Yeah, I mean, but that could be more and more the case because what are movies anymore? You know, what are these? Maybe totally. That's the whole thing. Whereas his, you know, uh, season three of prestige drama X, Mm -hmm. really the movie of the year. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I I just I think that I mean this is the odds-on favorite to win best picture. Uh, and that's fine if it does. I have no. I mean, I Coda gets my vote, but that's that's me. So whatever. Um, but the, it is kind of a, <laughs> in a lot of ways, it's kind of a throwback. Why is, sorry. Anyway, I, I'll text you that later. I'm, I got distracted by what's on my TV right now. Oh, the, sorry. the, uh, Can't anyway, wait. the, uh, <laughs> I, it, it's kind of a throwback to these, like the, the, there's a ton of best picture winners from seventies, eighties and nineties, especially, <laughs> that I've ne- that you and I have never seen, and if you brought it up in and and we're movie people, and if you bring it up in conversation, you'd be like, "What are you? E- what? What movie is this? You know, you have no no remembrance and no clue 
that it was a thing. I'm not saying that, that is completely how this one is going to be by any means. It may it may have more life, but I I do think that it's kind of a throwback in that way. That it's just like it's just a really it's a good movie, maybe a very good movie, and I'm never gonna watch it again. But that's okay. I don't yeah. have to. You know, rewatchability does not have to be the factor in these kinds of things. But I, you know, it, there is a real chance that it's not going to stand the test of time that some other best pictures will, at least in terms of the cultural zeitgeist. And that's that's part of what we do here. That's we're talking about the culture of of movies and stuff. So that's you know that's kind of part. Of it. What did you think of of the the twist at the end and and the the way that 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 kind of terror and dread gets flipped on its head in the, in the last couple of minutes. It's very effective. You know, this is a movie that has all the, all the makings of, Oh, this is really going to lean in on just the, whatever the, the opposite is of the triumph of the human spirit. This is going to, you know, express train to bleak. I'm going to take the Excel to, to bleak town. Uh, and then mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's fine. Um, but, the movie is all the better for really creatively and, you know, really turning that and using that against itself um, in a really smart way. So I, I, I found it. Yeah. Like you, it, it, it changes the whole paradigm of the film and go, Oh, okay. So this wasn't just this for this sake. It, it was mm-hmm. more, it, it had, it had a purpose. And I mean, I think that I haven't read the the novel, but I, I assume that's the same in the novel and that's right. a wonderful, uh, wonderful slow build. Sure. Absolutely. Sweet. All right, shall we grade this bad boy yeah, out? Let's do it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an A minus. I'm gonna give it an A minus because it's. I feel like it's an A, maybe even an A plus in parts. I just don't like Western, <laughs> so <I'm> gonna, <laughs> and it's my grade. And I'm not. It's. It takes sure. a lot to get an A plus yeah. Western out of me. So I'm gonna go a, a slight A minus for me because I just like you for a lot of this. I just. I didn't care as much as I would have liked to have cared. And then it, it does redeem itself at the end. Uh, not, it doesn't need redeeming, but it does. It did make me appreciate it more in the end. But, uh, but yeah, a minus for me, but great. That, but great. Yeah, totally. That's my grade as well. I have no problem if this ends up winning best picture, but it's not, it's not a favorite of mine personally. Yeah. And, and it, and it's not, it did not, uh, it did not resonate with me. I wasn't as invested in it as I am in, Typically, in in the majority of of the best the best picture nominees, but but I, again, I I think the performances are fantastic. Cumberbatch seems like he's well and yeah. maybe winning best best actor as well, and and that's totally whatever awards it gets, it deserves. It's very well done. It's just it's not going to be a movie that I'm going to uh, look back on in five years and be like, man, remember when we saw that? That was yeah. awesome. It just it's just not that it, it doesn't it doesn't hit for me in that way. All right, concur, concur. All right, well, this was uh, our way too late power of the dog for the way too late, o- way too late Oscars that are coming up here shortly, uh, and uh, that's it. We'll see you at the cinema, and that's the power of the dog. The dog is a curious thing. Make a one man weep, make another man sing. Change your heart to a little white dove. The dog.